you're so in love with being a woman that it just explodes and radiates everywhere. Welcome to the Vibrant Flow podcast. This is a podcast for the woman who wants to embrace and cultivate her femininity and level up in all areas of life while honoring her feminine essence. I'm Joanna, and some of you know me by the name Joem, and I'm an independent music artist, wife, language enthusiast, among other things, and I'm on a journey in becoming the most vibrant expression of myself possible. Here, you will hear inspiring conversations, and you'll get tangible tools in growing in your femininity. My mission here is to help you fall in love with being a woman. So, let's get started. Hi beautiful and welcome back to the pod. I am so happy that you decided to click on this episode. (laughs) And my prayer is that this will inspire you to feel more vibrant and give you tangible tools and, you know, move you in the direction of actually feeling vibrant in yourself, in your body, in your mind more often than not because I believe that it is possible and I've experienced it myself that it is possible and this does not mean that there aren't bad days or that we don't experience negative or so to say like there are no negative emotions but we label them as negative emotions but you know what I mean like anxiety or fear all these human emotions but what we practice becomes easier for us and that applies to feelings as well. So this is not no by no means an extensive like look on how to feel vibrant, but some of these things were really heavy on my mind and my heart today, so I wanted to share them with you to remind you. You may know some of these things and that's okay, but we need repetition. We need to be reminded of these things because we forget. We forget so easily and then we get stuck in our old ways. So I'm here to support you <laughs> in this journey of becoming the woman that you want to be and you desire to be and you um um you are worthy of being right so remember that you've got what it takes to feel vibrant more often than not you just have to get out of your own way and i'm reminding myself of this as well on a daily basis so let's start with the basics like going into neuroscience a little bit here so Like researchers in neuroscience estimate that we think around, I've seen different numbers from different reports from uh, 6,000 to 12,000 or even 60,000 and and some report even more. I think it depends on what you like, uh, what the methodology is and what is actually considered as an individual thought and then counted into this number. But... We have a lot of thoughts per day, let's just say that. It's not really even important to know the exact number, but the um, interesting thing here is the percentage. Because in a study, in fairly, I don't know, several studies that I've looked at, um, they reported 80, that 80% of those thoughts that we think daily are negative uh, within the control group. 
and 95% are repetitive, so they are essentially the same as they were the day before. So we really need to um, be reminded of this, that most of us th are think repetitive thoughts and thought patterns, and so we also have repetitive feeling patterns because of that. And um, the thing here is that if we want to feel vibrant, if we want to feel good and expressive, you know, we want to feel like we're opening up and receiving all of the wonders and the blessings that God has for us. Like, I know you want to experience that. That's why you're here. We just need to be aware that, okay, this is happening it's very human, like it's something that we experience and we have control over this. Like we can practice different thoughts and different feeling patterns. And like I always talk about, you know, dropping back into the body because we're stuck up here in the mind and we've lost connection to our bodies and we just feel icky all day long that is also a repetitive pattern that has been happening for years on end probably at least for me it had that I'd had um I I had practiced and practiced over and over and so it had become the norm it had become normal for me automatic but we can flip this, right? I like how Louise Hay says that we're always affirming something. Whether it be positive or negative or neutral, our thoughts are essentially affirming something. And so when, when we have this resistance to, for example, um, using affirmations or like thinking about affirmations in general, we usually like work, we go like, okay, well, they don't work, but there's a reason why they might, may not work because we're still stuck on those um, certain kinds of patterns that are more, they have more momentum and more power than the ones that we're trying to affirm. But <laughs> But what we can take from this is that we're always affirming something so we can practice affirming positive things and the things that we want to experience. Like, I am vibrantly alive. I feel radiant. I am a blessing to everyone who comes, you know, comes my way. Every person that I meet, I'm a blessing to them. And I radiate love and beauty. And I just, you know, I light up the room. These are the thoughts that we want to be affirming, right? So if you are hesitant about affirmations, please remember that we're always affirming something. And um, so it really isn't even feasible to say that affirmation, affirmations don't work because we've been affirming something and we've seen like it, it has become a habit, a thought and feeling pattern and action pattern and it's you know, it's going on autopilot in our brains and in our bodies and our nervous systems, right? So we know that being in a reactive flight, fight or flight state of mind pumps cortisol, which is, you know, is the stress hormone into your body. And this is really the opposite of feeling vibrant, right? <laughs> if you are running from a tiger, you're probably not feeling vibrant. And 
Likewise, if you are super stressed because you have a deadline at work, at school, you're probably like normally you're not feeling very vibrant because you haven't practiced how to be vibrant in that situation. Those two, of course, differ a little bit because your life is not threatened by this deadline. I am assuming it's not, <laughs> but the chemical process is similar that happens in our brains and and you know we have a lot of studies around this why why we're constantly in a stress reaction mode and our bodies are like pumped in cortisol and it's just crazy how this society runs on cortisol like look around you like businesses people everything is like cortisol pumped like stress hormones everywhere and then we talk about it and we use words like i'm so stressed out which is like a cop out it's it's just a phrase that we use and we, we're not even taking um responsibility or ownership of what we're saying and what we're affirming to ourselves so we can change this we can change this and i've been um implementing a lot of these things that I talk about in this podcast for quite some time now, and I have seen a difference. Um, so I know that they work. I, I really do. So this interesting thing came across um, my path when I was listening again to Kathy Hiller's podcast, and she talked about this guy, this scientist who, uh, Dan Bettner, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but he'd written like um, many books and um, studies on the so-called blue zones in the world where people live up to their hundreds um, and they're like active. They're not like laying horizontally, but they're actually active. And, and he studied like what are the common factors um, in these groups of people around the world and the common thing, common denominator uh, was that was um, common in all of them was some sort of meditative practice. So the, the, the main gist here is that when there is some sort of meditative practice that lowers the cortisol level, levels in your body, that actually um, plays a role in the in your longevity. I am not pronouncing anything right today. I'm sorry. Uh, longevity and, you know, life expectancy because, well, it only makes sense that if someone is um, not in that cortisol pump loop all the time, then their, you know, bodily functions, everything is working better because they're not constantly being taxed by this this um, cortisol going through their body right so in the simplest form meditation can be focusing on your breath slowing down like you can lay down you can sit it doesn't matter you can move you can walk in the forest and really practice focusing on your breath and and you know there are a lot of different breath work frameworks that you can look into because the breath really regulates the nervous system the automatic responses in our body that that um are also responsible responsible for the cortisol 
reactions and the brain pumping cortisol in our bodies so really it doesn't matter if you're like you were using using scripture to uh, meditate on that and really calm yourself down and getting into this meditative state which takes practice it really does takes take practice but that is okay you don't have to be like expert it is a practice and and any way you do it is okay just you know focusing on the on the breath focusing on expansion in the body like because when we're stressed when we have cortisol in the body there's constriction there's tension and there there's constriction but relaxing the body which is what this does when your body is flooded with oxytocin and and all these um good feeling hormones which are like which are like medicine to your body medicine that helps you feel better and also they help your bodily functions and your cognitive state and just you know having more energy in your body which is what we probably want we want to feel vibrant so this is one of the things lowering cortisol levels is key to feeling vibrant right it doesn't really make sense to uh, claim something else right <laughs> okay so this so when we are when when i've been practicing this for example just re really basic like um breath um breath focusing practices or just being silent or using these guided meditations that are like really focusing on visual visualizing your body calming down it activates certain parts of the brain and then you you get into this feeling state of being safe and supported which is obviously what we're what we want because we know how important it is to feel safe and supported as a feminine being it is at our core that we want to receive and we cannot receive if we're not feeling safe and supported or it's really hard because we're usually on the in the attack mode so to speak if we're not feeling supported and safe emotionally um, spiritually uh, physically whatever it is and this opens you up when you're safe and supported it opens you up to see all the possibilities god has for you because we often put a limit on god we put a limit to a lot of things we're like only this is possible and only this is possible because that's what i've witnessed before but little do we know that it's like what we've witnessed before is um has been contingent on those patterns that we've had in the past so we can actually like practice opening up and seeing more possibilities and being open to receive more blessings and being like wow god you are doing amazing things all around me all the time and i have been blind to it like it's been happening all the time but i have just refused to see that and it's okay like we've don't beat yourself up for it. Um, Self-compassion is key here. But this is just good news for you. That it can be practiced. You can experience more of that bliss and pleasure and joy in your life. And this is when your level of reactivity drops. When cortisol 
less like decreases in the body your level of reactivity drops and when you're not in a reactive state like oh my gosh oh my gosh or this anxious state like i have to do this i have to do that and uh, and, and always being in, in this frazzled mind um mind space this also helps you to see the possibilities to relax to ex to have this expansive feeling of i'm i'm taken care of like everything's like i'm safe i'm good i know that there are these real challenges probably going on in my life but that's okay i know that all this situation will bring about the best outcome because i trust because i trust in god because i'm relaxing here i'm relaxed into this moment and i'm opening up and the answers and the solutions will come to me and they will it's a practice again i always say it's a practice because it's not a sprint it's not something you do once and then you should know everything no it's a practice right so imagine that we have this radio station <laughs> inside our heads and our bodies and our nervous systems and the more you tune into the radio station of safety and joy and flow and trust and surrender and pleasure, the easier those neural pathways get activated in your brain. So, okay. So this is something that I'm really like passionate about because I've had to like on my own, I've had to study neuroscience because of my pain journey, my neuropathic uh, chronic pain and, and how that like if you're stuck in this fight or flight state and you don't even realize it, that was causing me pain in my body. But when we tune into this so-called radio station and we practice those feelings practice feeling and thinking uh, pleasurable and joyful thoughts and we practice that surrender that we that we talk about here on this podcast then those neural pathways they they grow stronger and they start to like merge and wire together so that the network becomes stronger and those start to wire automatically and a lot quicker and it just you know the whole system is based on neuroplasticity meaning that our brains are always evolving or chain they are capable of change so this is good news again it is good news for us because we can realize now that, okay, I've always been feeling this way and it's been really hard for me to feel that way, which is what I want. But I just, you know, it may be that you haven't had the tools and the understanding and the knowledge to implement and, you know, <laughs> encourage you in the journey of becoming the woman that you want to be. And I'm here to say that it is all possible, right? It is so possible, right? It is repetition. It's it's a repetition because the more we repeat certain thoughts, certain beliefs, belief systems or feelings, the easier those like those pathways get um, activated, and 
the old ones start to die out, they start to dissipate because they're not used, those routes or pathways, neural pathways, they start to like deactivate and the new ones start to take precedence. They start, uh, start to like take more space in, in your being and that is amazing. Right. Okay. So moving on to the body again. Okay. This is something I've mentioned in my first, um, first episode for season two, but I want to repeat it again because it's so important. Hip opening. So like so many women, I think most women, especially in the Western world, we're sitting a lot. We are constantly tense and tight and stagnant in our hip area. And then we wonder where we're, why we're not feeling juicy and vibrant. Because the hip and pelvic floor, the pelvis area, it affects so many different areas in our bodies. Your back, your neck, your jaw. It just, it has a lot of compound effects. If you have, if you carry tension in your hips, then it's really hard to feel good. It's really, really hard to feel good. So again, we can practice opening the hips. And I recommend doing this daily, doing some sort of hip stretches, slow and sensual movements. There are a lot of videos on YouTube. You can just put like hip stretches um, to YouTube to look for those or send me a DM on Instagram and I'll um, link my favorites to you. And it's just amazing how much it can change your whole like feeling in your body when you open your hips up and there's a lot of like experience in the somatic um, realm of uh, wellness where we recognize that um, we carry a lot of like trauma or uh, past hurts and wounds um, emotionally there are emotional wounds in our hip and pelvic area and those like go in tandem so um, the con constriction of the emotion like constricts the the pelvic floor and they're like linked together or something that is what I've like gotten out of it from studying this thing and so opening the hips can actually um, trigger a lot of like emotions coming up but it's all good if you're doing in a safe space being supported and safe and understand that you just need to release those emotions from your body because they get like stuck in our nervous system, in our bodies on a cellular level. So we want to release them, right? So if you want to feel like juicy and vibrant, really focus on your hip area, um, keeping it in motion daily. It's a daily thing, really. Um, in the morning, it's really good to open up the hips and do some like sensual uh, circular motions every day like right now I'm standing when I'm recording this episode and I am rotating my hips like um, in this slow and sensual way and it just feels good because I get this boost of energy and um, I don't feel as stagnant or sticky in my body when I move my hips and it's just beautiful I mean I love the hip area. It's just a beautiful body. Uh, part of our female body is right. Okay. 
So, and that goes in with like sensual movement in general and self-touch, like carrying, um, carrying touch, like you can just hug yourself and caress yourself and, you know, stroke your body in this soft, soft, gentle manner, which just, you know, tells your brain and your nervous system that you're safe and you can feel good again. And it triggers those oxytocin and other like um, good feeling hormones, right? So self-touch, sensual movement, slow, beautiful, circular, S-like motions and movements. It's amazing how much that can help you feel vibrant. And I really quickly wanted to mention like um, that healing our wounds around safety men, all that is considered masculine, God the father, so on and so forth. All of this has to do with feeling vibrant because if we have trauma and wounds around like being supported, like not trusting men or not trusting the world, not trusting God, not trusting ourselves or just being in this fight state all the time, like fighting for yourself. And, and you know, that is not a state where we can actually feel vibrant and vibrantly alive but more on this on in other episodes for example with Juliet Tang and Martin de Luna I'm not sure if those are out already but those go in depth into this topic which is super super important so the point is that letting go of the fight is key here how can you feel vibrant while you're in a steady attack mode all the time which is what you know, the society has taught us like it's it's implicitly present in feminism. It's implicitly present in in our society on so many levels. So that takes a lot of like recalibrating, like I mentioned in the earlier episode, recalibrating back to this vibrant state of being a feminine woman and owning your power and radiating that joy of being a woman. Right. So remember, remember to play, increase, like bring in elements of playfulness, like this air of playfulness and state of playfulness into your life. And we go more in depth into this with um, Dream Silas and her episode on my podcast later. And playfulness is such a such a key way to get, you know, access that a vibrant state that is in you it's inbuilt in you right so it's again getting out of your own way and increasing that playfulness uh, with other people with yourself don't take everything so seriously and remember that the best outcomes come from feeling good juicy and in the flow when you're not attached to the outcome it's a practice. Like I always say, it's a practice. This is an affirmation for repetition. So I actually affirm to myself daily that the best outcomes come from feeling good, um, in the flow, pleasure, pleasure-filled and juicy. Because that's when I'm not attached to the outcome or worrying or stressing and gripping the plan or my thoughts so hard and thinking myself to burn out like how am I going to make this and this happen but no I'm leaning into the joy follow the joy right 
Okay, I hope this um, inspired you in some way. I appreciate you. I I am so appreciative of you. Like you have no idea. This is a small podcast, but I am so happy to serve you. If you are here, thank you so much. And always feel free to uh, to send a DM on Instagram or, or reach out to me. I love hearing from you. And I'm, I'm doing this for you as much as I'm doing it for myself. Like we're all in this together. And I have some exciting things things coming up for you so stay tuned follow me on instagram please subscribe to this um, podcast and rate and review that helps a lot because we need to get these messages out to more women right more women who want to embrace being a woman a feminine woman embrace their femininity and truly fall in love with being a woman because how powerful we can be like think about it how powerful you're gonna be when you truly love being a woman like you're so you're so in love with being a woman that it just explodes and radiates everywhere like it's it's just amazing so that's what i'm here for and without further ado stay in the vibrant flow